I'ma get to it, yeah And if I'ma do it, then I'ma get fluid, yeah I'm trying to be in another location So much that the language is I'ma get fluid, yeah Man, if it's dangerous, how could you do it? Huh, man, someone never know Yeah, and someone never grow Yeah, but never be the nigga talking shit And it gonna never yep. blow Salute to the subscribers Back with another episode Eyeball Network Podcast I'm your host, Jay Meeks It's episode 62 right here I got my guys with me, like always. My guy Thirst back in the building, back like he never left. What's up with you? What's going on? You know where it is. You know what I'm saying? Big money talk. You feel me? Bullshit. Is king, money is queen. I'm the number one Alpha Gentleman Lifestyle Coach coming out today. Let's talk about it. Yes, sir. What's good, Mace? How you doing, bro? Hey, man. I'm just here to talk about the facts. <laughs> what we do here, man. That's what we do. Work. Eyeball Network Podcast, man. We appreciate all the listeners, man. All the streamers, all the watchers, man. Salute to all the supporters, man. We appreciate y'all, man. Keep watching. Hit that subscribe button if you're new. And hit the like button, man. Hit the share button for us, man. Help out with the algorithm and all that, man. So let's get straight into it, man. We got a bunch of different topics to get into. Um, the NBA season is back underway. So um, there's a lot we can start off with. I see. I say we start off with, the, with this because y'all ain't uh, heard this yet. So let me let... Let you hear this Charles Barkley comments, and then we'll just get into that. Does your statement have to do with this game or something else? This game. All right. Yes. But he plays hard every time. I I admire him. I respect him. It's time for the Lakers to move him. They have taken all his joy out of life in basketball. Chuck is five out of eight. No, it's not about the numbers. First of all, the Lakers stink. We can get that out the way. Those two guys just out there having fun, AD and LeBron, they're just getting numbers. You never thought they were going to win this game. You know, they're just going through. They're like getting numbers. How can you tell that Westbrook's joy has been stolen? He doesn't look. This guy used to be so exuberant, played with great energy and great emotion. I think the wear and tear mentally last year, starting this year, Playing with Patrick Beverly, he's gonna. And the thing is, he gonna get the blame no matter what. But the Lakers ain't a championship contender. I think the fact that everyone was talking about it last year is still gonna bleed over. I, I say, getting 15 to 20 games, AD's back. You got Patrick Beverly. Let's just see what they're gonna yeah, do. Yeah, right he, he was I mean, asked right now. He's five out eight with 11 points. It's like, not you just about the stats, Shaq. You talking about the energy, the energy and, and the high fives. He yeah. he don't look. First of all, I think he got Frank him and I think they they scapegoated him and Frank Bogle last year. I think he needs a fresh start. I think the Lakers need a fresh start because they're not contenders. But I hate the fact that they have made him and Bogle scapegoats. They this guy, man, I admire Russell Westbrook. They are taking his entire joy out of basketball and it pisses me off 59 52 is your halftime score the golden state warriors with the lead Five. all right so that's about it um a lot to get into there man um i'll just start off quickly and let y'all get into it and i'll just say some stuff i agree with what he's saying and some stuff i don't agree with um start off with what i do agree with 
Um, Russell Westbrook and Frank Vogel were scapegoated last year. I do agree with that, man. Um, it was a collective uh, effort of, of why the Lakers were asked last year, and Russell got all of the blame, and he didn't deserve all the blame. And actually, he didn't play any differently than he did in Washington, than he did in Houston. Um, and it was similar to OKC, except for he has other players, dominant ball handlers, to share the ball with. But if you let Russell do him, I mean, he's going to get you those 19, 8, and 8 that he did last year. And I, I, he does deserve a lot of the blame because he doesn't fit with the, with the team, with the system, with the players. But, you know, LeBron is the one who wanted him there and Anthony Davis. So I got to put the blame on those guys too. It's just like uh, Jordan would have wanted Dennis Rodman and the shit didn't work out. He would have got the blame for it. They would have been like, yo, you asked for Dennis. We gave you Dennis and you had a juggernaut squad and then you didn't uh, get no results. But, you know, Jordan won championships. LeBron and them didn't even make the play in last year. So I do agree. Russell gets too much blame. Vogel got too much blame. And now it is going to happen again this year. Uh, the part that I don't disagree, I mean, I don't agree with is the absolving him and saying that they ruined basketball for him and shit like that. Russell knew what he was getting himself into. I think Russell should have went somewhere where it wasn't as much pressure and uh, that he was going to fit in better because we know he doesn't shoot. Patrick Beverly's not a shooter. LeBron's not a shooter. Anthony Davis is a, a decent shooter, but they have no shooters on the team and there's no defense at this point. So it's never, it was never going to work out and it's still not going to work out. And yes, Russell Westbrook is going to get the blame. And lastly, I want to say that it's a pattern here that nobody seems to be noticing that every single time players go play with LeBron, they all of a sudden, their, their value goes down tremendously. And everybody who likes LeBron, they always just diminish the talent that he's playing with. And now it's happened to Russell too. Russell is one of the greatest players of all time, top 75 player. And he had the Wizards in the playoffs with Bradley Beal. And now he gets to the Lakers. We got Shannon Sharp screaming on TV that, well, he's on the Lakers now. And now, now the Lakers done lost under 20 games under, under 500. That's just like quickly telling the story without giving the real details in the context. But the truth is LeBron wanted this man and he got him, even though he knew that he couldn't shoot. He knew he was ball dominant. And, but like I said, Kevin Love, for example, was a 27 and 12 guy, 27 and 15 before he got there. And then he got double. to Cleveland. And then he got to Cleveland. All of a sudden, Kevin Love's trash. He's 16, average 16 and 10. And all of a sudden, he's no good and he's not an all star. And all <coughs> Chris Bosch. <coughs> Chris Bosch. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Chris Bosch. Chris Bosch was the top power forward in the league, top three to five power forward in the league. Gets with LeBron, all of a sudden everybody says he's ass, you know, and so on and so on. <laughs> D Wade, you know, they, they just make everybody that plays with LeBron and is not successful. We got to start talking shit about the guy. Even Anthony Davis, he was a top five player when he got with the Lakers. And then now all of a sudden they're all just ass and LeBron gets no blame. So y'all get into it, man. That's all I got to say about it, man. Talk to him, Thurston. Talk to him. <clears throat> I mean, I, I for me, the Lakers got to get the full clip, baby. Bah! Genie. Bah! Rob. Bah! Everybody getting slapped up. No, no. Everybody getting slapped up. I'm coming to the top four. You here to see? Shut up. Who you here to see? Shut up. Who you here to see? Shut up. Get your, get your butt over here. Come get some. Come get some, Devil Ham. Get your butt over here. Everybody's being smacked up, man. <laughs> Everybody's being smacked up. I ain't saying rest. No, you saying you ain't say LeBron. You ain't say AD. 
he ain't say Delvin Ham, Darvin Ham, Darvin Ham, Darvin. You want to coach that back? You take this dog, you're going to be <laughs> first time coach. LeBron started off the season. And you got no shooters. What? First game? Blaming the, the you, GM. You blaming the GM already. First game. Sorry, I mean, we got no shooters. They've been here no shooters. Like, come on. No. You, you, I don't want to talk about his leadership. You mean to tell me that's what my leader's going to say? I'm in the locker room like, look at this clown ass. You got no shooters. Well, LeBron, the GM, get some shooters, fool. I mean, you got everybody else up in here. You got you got Russ here, so now you're going to blame it on Russ. But same on topic, though. He looked pretty uh, exciting, and he had joy when he caught that that lob. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He caught that, ah, oh, bah, like saying Russ. So it's like everyone's just picking their, picking their spots, you know what I'm saying? I believe that, you know, these analysts and stuff like that. I mean, Charles, he did his thing, you know what I'm saying? I'm not to him, but, duh. You just you just the old you the old head, you know what I'm saying? You're not the OG because you're not dropping game, you're not doing some critiques, you're not reaching out. You just an old head, just constantly nitpicking on every little thing that you see. Oh, he might have, he might have threw the ball to bounds. Look at his energy. Like my energy would be down too if I threw the ball to bounds. Like no, first game, you're already getting beat by thirty. You know what I'm saying? We got the Golden State Warriors returning champions, getting rings on our floor over here, lighting our butts up on fire. You know what I'm saying? Like Perez said, you know what I'm saying? They need to move, girl. <laughs> so is, is this a horrible situation? I mean, I mean, you seen the camera, LeBron was over there getting himself a damn uh damn manicure over there on the sidelines with AD. So for me, I'm not saying one person, I'm saying the whole squad. Lakers, they nah, LeBron's there to score numbers. You know what I'm saying? Yes, he had 30, but he is missing some shots. God duh. You know what I'm saying? AD, come on. So, but for me, the Lakers, come on, baby. You got to do better than this. Let's I mean, not start this like this, LeBron. Come on now. That's my take. To add to your point real quick before you go, Mace, uh, LeBron had 19 points uh, when they were down by 27, and then <laughs> he got 12 more points while they were down by 27 points, bro. I'm just you know telling crazy? you. I remember somebody People don't saying, notice that, so we're gonna say it hey, this year. Go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna say it real quick. You're gonna like this. I remember somebody saying this last year. <laughs> Someone said last season uh -oh. that it's weird that LeBron always ends up with 30 some odd points <laughs> when they're down by like 20, or yep. he's still in the game when they're getting blown out. Yeah. And someone called First him game. that was Jay Meeks. They yep. called him a crazy man for saying it. And here we are the next year. And he's still doing it. And when nice you look game. on ESPN, all they show is that beautiful number 31 and yep. the 14. That's all they want to show. And it's like, but you know, you know me, I like the facts. So let's Get let's do it. a little facts here. LeBron had 31 and 14. Hey man, that's beautiful. He went three for 10 from three. <laughs> he shot he shot 30% from three. Why is he shooting 10 threes, bro? Please tell me. And he only made three. And if we go back and look at the box, I'm not sure. I think he missed his first, like, six or something. I'll go back and check. I think he went, like, 0 for 6 before he made those three of 10. Yeah, it was so bad. we can count that, 30% on that. Um, he shot less than 50% from the floor. So, I mean, since we like efficiency so much, because that's one of the things we hate about high-volume scores, why does not count for LeBron? You shot – you got 31, but you did it with, like, 47% shooting. And your game is predominantly inside the paint. 
I'm not the smartest man in the world, but I'm pretty sure if all your shots pretty much come in the paint, you should probably shoot more than 47%. But what do I know? I mean, you know, I can't make a left-handed layup. Wait, I can't. Um, (laughs) um, AD, he went 0-3 from 3. So he actually, look at the roster, he was the worst three-point shooter last night. Him and, um, what's that boy name? The other one I started. Um, No, no, no. Walker. 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 They both went 0-3. So statistically, from shots taken to shots made, he was statistically the worst three-point shooter last night. Mm-hmm. But we ain't got no shooters, right? Of course you don't. But all we want to talk about is how they have 55 combined, not the fact that they went three for 13 from three, which are too big, and not the fact that they had eight combined turnovers. But we're not going to talk about that. And combined, both of you shot under 40, 50% from the floor. But we're not going to talk about that. We're just going to talk about how LeBron had 31, right? Get the fuck out of here. Like, bro, I'm, I, and that shit's old. That shit's dead to me. And I don't, I, that shit irks me to the core because now they're sitting here, LeBron and AD, it's just them carrying everybody. They, they had 55. That, no disrespect, but Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown had 70. Yeah, I had 55 with eight turnovers, three from 10 from three combined. Yeah, out. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just being honest with you. The stats ain't in your favor. Like you said, you're stacking garbage points. Because at 31 came, y'all was down by over 20 points. When normally you should be sitting on the sidelines going, let's get ready for next game. No, you're not. You're trying to stack your numbers up because you want to be out. Now, that was just off the side. I had to get that off the chest because, you know, we like facts. But with the topic, what's weird is only thing I blame Russell Westbrook for is lack of self-awareness. That's what I blame him for. He has no self-awareness. Like, and remember, Patrick Bailey said it. He was like, hey, Russ, everything you do, you know they're going to attack you for it. They know they're going to make it bigger. When you ain't in the huddle, they go, look at Russ not in the huddle. I, uh, look at Russ. And he, I do this routine every year. Okay, well, you wasn't doing that when you were dancing on the sideline with Cameron Payne right. when you was – and see, they didn't want to bring that up. Oh, I've been doing the same routine for years. No, you was You was – and all that right. stuff on the sidelines <laughs> and dancing, enjoying yourself. But you're not doing that now. So you haven't had the same routine all these years because you used to be dancing and having a good time. You don't mm-hmm. do that no more. So – your your lack of self-awareness is your downfall. Because every time you don't get in the huddle, every time you mope on the sideline, every time you, hey, man, I'm just blessed to be able to play the game of basketball, it's you. You're making yourself look that way. So I got to blame him for that. But I'm with you on this one, Meeks. Um, LeBron knew he couldn't shoot. He knew he was ball dominant. You Nothing changed. Like, you knew what you were getting. And now that he's there, you're like, oh, this ain't going to work. Well, why is it going to work, Mr. Leader, Mr. LeGM, nope. Mr. Figure Out a Way? Oh, it don't work now. So now we ain't got no shooters. LeBron make everybody he, better, man. And that's what I thought. Only person I know they're getting better is LeBron's numbers, but nothing else on the team. So, uh, hey, man, Charles Barkley Hill, old hating ass nigga. That's just real. I'm being honest with you. Like, he do more hating than giving any kind of real critique, to be honest with you. That's what he do. He a big ass hater. And so, Lakers, they are what we thought they were. They're going to be what we thought they were. But let's just get ready for the whole year of them praising LeBron for being the only person that's carrying the team, even though he played 50 games last year. We're not going to talk about that. But we <laughs> Let's just get prepared for that this year. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Yeah, man. I don't know. This is going to be a tough season for the Lakers, dog. The, oh, and Patrick Beverly is the, is the – of all the players in the Lakers, he has the highest three-point percentage in his career. 
Jesus Christ. So um, that just says enough. And he, he really was thinking he was baby Steph uh, to start off the game the other day. That was <laughs> I was thinking that he was doing step backs. I'm like, bro, yeah, what like, what's happening here? And the Lakers defense is atrocious, man. Like they're getting exposed. They're, they're a bunch of like still footed dudes, man. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work, man. It's not going to work. And as long as if you don't have any shooters, like, and, and I don't like a, a superstar saying, we don't have any shooters, bro. Get in the gym. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, you're supposed to be the shooter. They paying you $180 million, bro. Get your jumper up, man. He loaded a lot of videos shooting in the offseason, though. A lot of him shooting threes in the offseason. Yeah, shooting look at with Bronny. Shooting with That's your all he son. Did shoot, go look on his IG. All he did was shoot all offseason, him hitting swishing. He in every single commercial hitting swishing. to get on the goddamn floor and go 0 for 6 to start the game and 3 for 10. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Cut rough it my out. nigga Hoodie Mello for coming out in the summer going crazy and, and not doing shit during the year, man. <laughs> he ain't the only one, man. We ain't but got hey, no man. shooters. First the, game. The Lakers, the Lakers, I think they put up their best effort as far as the big three. They actually had a decent game numbers-wise. So, the three of them, um, yeah. But if that is your best performance, like in your best effort from those three, and you're getting their ass kicked like that, man, it's going to be a long fucking season, man. Like you said, no defense. They're not playing defense. They're getting exposed. Hey, what we say last year, man, if LeBron takes some of that energy off the 30 points and put it towards defense, hey, and we forgot to talk about that too. LeBron literally said it before the year started in the um, media day. He said, they said, what do you think would be the, was the biggest thing last year that we couldn't should have improved on or that we could improve on now in order to get better and uh, have better win, more wins? He said, defense, we should put more energy to the defensive floor. Thank you, LeBron. You're absolutely right, man. So we'll we'll see what happens, man. I don't want to see Brown pay D, man. Nah, <laughs> I don't want to see it. Hey, it, don't it, make it, it's, it's just sad now. You know what I'm saying? To see, you know, it, it's trying Jordan like Poole we see. Them. Yeah, you're right. Come on now. <laughs> no, I mean, but but the past two years, you've been you've been seeing a lot of people cooking LeBron, man, having him on skates, and it's like, dog, uh, he's looking old out there. Seven points. Leonard long shot. He got it. And there's no problem scoring in blue, right? Okay, what is LeBron James doing here? You're guarding Andrew Wiggins right now. How do you allow this space to happen? How are you here and Andrew Wiggins is all the way at the three-point line? So now, of course, you're going to get hit with this screen, okay? And Andrew Wiggins is going to be wide open. That's insane. You're not even getting low. (laughs) He's standing straight up, bro, and just like, scoop, 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 scoop. Get over here. Boom, come over here. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, dog. Especially when Luca, I think last year, like, Luca just hit him, like, three times. Like, uh, oh, step back. Nope. Uh, under. It's like. Yeah, they be looking at Brian like he barbecue chicken. But but he is barbecue chicken. He He is. is. They cooking him. They, the younger cats had no respect for Bron. They said, "Oh, come on, come on, swift pitch, running back." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. it's just setting them up. It's, it's just like, damn, I don't want to see you guard like this, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't want to see like LeBron just be, uh, you know, 2022-23 season LeBron getting cooked, and it's just gonna out is just him falling for the head fake and him standing straight up. I just don't want to see it. It's kind of like with Tom Brady. It's like, man, I, I know he wants to wait for Bronny. But I don't want my last two seasons of Brondis to be like, yeah, he's scoring 30, but he's getting cooked out there. Good God. But he's safe, though. He's safe because the media and his fans, people like Charles, people like Shaq, people like Skip, people like Shannon, they're going to say 
LeBron out here scoring 30 and 8 a night. He can't do it by himself. But they're not going to point. They're not going to show no plays of him getting cooked on defense or him standing on the opposite end of the court waiting on the ball to come to him. They're not going to show that because mm-hmm. they're going to protect his image. So he's going to get cooked. So real basketball peers like us, we're going to know the truth. You're getting cooked because you're not playing defense. But the media is going to protect his legacy saying he's the only one doing stuff by scoring 31. As a great man once told me, Meeks, I thought it was funny how scoring didn't matter until it came to LeBron because it was never about scoring then, right? It was never, oh, LeBron's game. He passes. He makes the right play, the rebound, the assist. And now it's all he can do is score. And that's all that matters. Funny. (laughs) We're not bashing LeBron, man. Disclaimer, man. So we're going to get off of this, man, for all of y'all LeBron sexuals going to come on here crying and shit. He's the leader of the Lakers. He makes the money. He calls himself the leader, so you got to eat that. In any sport, when you are the leader of a team and you call yourself the leader, you're going to get everything. Just like he get all the props when they win, he deserve all the props when they get blamed and they lose. Let's get on to some other shit, man. So right. anyways, uh, Lakers caught the L. Warriors looked good. Uh, so we're just transitioning to the Warriors. Jordan Poole gets his money, $147 million over four or five years. Wiggins gets $108 million. With, uh, I believe, one less year or the same amount of years, but he's not on his rookie deal, so it's a different amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just get back into um, we haven't talked about the Draymond punching Jordan situation. We'll just get through that, you know, as fast as we can. So we know Jordan got, you know, we don't know what the, the details of the altercation were, but Draymond snuffed him basically after walking up on him <laughs> after they was talking shit in practice. So, um, we didn't get a chance to talk about it, but let's just speak on it. Like he got paid right after. So let's start off with the suspension. I, I didn't, I, I'm, I don't know if you guys agree or not, but me personally, when they didn't suspend Draymond, cause I felt like he should have been suspended. I'll just say that he should have been suspended because you snuffed your teammate. And I don't know if it was totally warranted or not. Cause I don't know the conversation, but based upon the video that I seen, it was not warranted to punch the dude. And Jordan Poole's like, I don't know, what, 23, 24 years old? Draymond, remember, uh, Thirst, he's the leader of the team. He's the uh, player coach on the team. And he is um, he's a great player in all these things. He's supposed to be leading by example. The last person should be punching somebody is Draymond, especially when you want a contract or whatever. But he did what he did, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like the Warriors should have definitely suspended him because – you, you snuffed your teammates. Now the guy has to come back to work every day and know that you didn't suspend him. And uh, Mace, you said it when we was talking, like um, Kevin Durant, he, he yelled at Kevin Durant and got a suspension. So how could he not get a suspension for, for punching a nigga? So, and and Jordan Poole on the, on the video was not being aggressive. He wasn't being combative, not physically. And and yes, once, he, once Draymond violated his space, then Jordan pushed him off of him and extended his arm. Me personally, obviously, I wouldn't have made that choice. I ain't, I don't push nobody who's invading my space. But <laughs> you invade my space, my nigga, I'm finna hit you just like Draymond hit me. So you know what I'm saying? Draymond would have got snuffed for even once he started walking over there. I'd have been thinking, I would have been telling Draymond like, "Yo, bro, you better don't walk over here, bro." You know what I'm saying? But Jordan is like 23 years old, bro. I don't know where he's from. He's probably from the suburbs. And probably he likes getting through nothing. <laughs> hey, man, I ain't, I ain't going. <laughs> I ain't going there. <laughs> but yeah, bro. But so my mans didn't do what the fuck the most of us would have did. 
But Draymond was wrong as fuck, bro. And he bullied that man, if you ask me. He could have just talked shit, got in his face, and told him, nigga, shut your little ass up, nigga. You're wet behind the ears as you ain't did shit in this league, boy. Shut the fuck up. And he could have got him the fuck out of here with that. But if Jordan, and I, and I, if I had to guess, Jordan's like, nigga, shut your ass up. That's why I'm about to get paid and you not, nigga, because you ain't that nigga no more. I'm that nigga, whatever the fuck. So we'll let you get into it first, Thirst, because Draymond is your mans, man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm being set up here. No, it's just so set up. So, Let's just, but we got to speak on it, baby. I'm on network, speak man. On it. I mean, you can definitely speak on it. I mean, you said you wrong or right? Was the suspension warranted or not? How you feel? I mean, like, when you suspend, I thought he just took time away from the team. No, he got fined. Uh, no suspension. suspension. That's what I'm asking. Do you agree with him not being suspended? Or I, I mean, I don't agree with him. I think the fine is the fine is good. You know what I'm saying? Because in leadership, you know what I'm saying, you got to keep the goal in mind. You know what I'm saying? It's not about an individual thing. So sometimes you have to do necessary things to get the goal done. And it's not always pretty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we might not agree with it. But I have brothers and I have people older than me and I got, you know, chipped up a few times. And at the end of the day, they were right for doing it. You know, I was smelling myself. I was doing too much. I was basically in a position to mess up the overall goal. My way of thinking was over the goal. So sometimes you, need, you, you can get further in life with a kind word and a gun than just a kind word. We don't know what was seen, what was said before that. And we don't even know what was said in the practice. Already is going off the clip, going off just the clip. Now he stuck them. We don't know what led up to that. We don't know what was said. So stuff like that happens. You know what I'm saying? Steve Kerr can tell you about it. He got hit by Jordan, right? Yeah. Okay. And then they still went out there and he he's still passing the ball. And then what they they went on the chip. So you got to keep the goal in mind. We're winning chip. If you got punched in the face, would you have been feeling that way? If I got put, wait, 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 wait. If, if, if if the guy felt like the goal in mind is still there, but he gonna punch you because you talking too much and, and you and you feel he feel like you need to calm yourself down. You feel like if you got snuffed, you would still be like forgiving, is what you're saying? No, I, I, I will I will forgive. I would I forget? You know what I'm saying? Because it is a team thing. Like I said, I already been beat down by OGs and my brother, so it's nothing new. And then in hindsight, he said, "Hey, man." We're men, okay? Our approach is going to be rough and rugged, especially where his parts is. They're not like, hey, let me bring you in. Hey, man, you're doing too much. It got heated. It got heated on the court. It got heated on this show. And now we're trying to be like, hey, Jermon, you know, and the heated was split battle. Everyone wants you to do the right, proper thing. But, Seth, it's a fight or flight. You know what I'm saying? We come from some crazy stuff in our lives that can trigger you to do some crazy stuff. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying off that. So I'm going to, yes, it does look bad, but said they leaked the footage. You know what I'm saying? It's funny you say that because I was watching the clip with Kobe and Shaq, and Kobe said, I went against Shaq. He yeah. said, that's when I respected him. When, no, that's when the players in the room respected him because Shaq was going at me, and I said, let's go. So that's the same thing. Those things happen. You know what I'm saying? We so I'm just looking at it. Between brothers and between the team and between you guys in the trenches, those things happen. It's the sad part is that it got leaked. You know what I'm saying? Now we're all talking about it. Wooty wooty woo. But I do like his approach. Hey, we're professional. And then they went out there and they act like professionals. He dapped them up. They did the shake. He hit a pick. He threw in the paw. Dap up. Let's let's go. Because it's I not think- about me. It's not about you. It's about the overall goal. And what he's talking about, 
in his press conferences, he's like, you didn't get the contract and get the money. Hey, I'm not worried about that. We'll talk about that another time. Let's get a championship. We're here for the ship. Let's run it back. And so let's run it back. That's the overall goal. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm just looking at it like, yeah, it's a horrible thing that that happened and that we've seen it. You know what I'm saying? But those things happen. You know what I'm saying? Especially amongst men. All right. I agree with a lot of what you said, man. You made a lot of great points. So I just think that uh, Draymond, it's it's hard for me to hear the word professionalism after you punched a nigga. You know what I'm saying? You already (laughs) punched a nigga. And that was the most unprofessional thing that he could have did. So then now we're making we have all the right answers and shit when it comes time to, uh, you know, do, moving on as a team. So I agree with that. It is a team thing. It shouldn't be bigger than the team. Yes, we've seen Steve Kerbin punch Shaq and Kobe had at it. The difference is the camera. You know what I'm saying? When when shit is on camera, that's what makes totally everything different. But Draymond, my thing with Draymond is, you know, the cameras is on, bro. The cameras is rolling 24-7 at the practice uh, for surveillance, and they probably have regular people with cameras in there. But long story short, and I know they seize cameras and shit when certain things happen, but we know this is the TMZ 2022. We saw Solange and fucking Jay-Z fighting on the elevator, bro. We saw Ray Ray Rice elevator footage come out. We've seen everything come out through TMZ, bro. Um, So I just need um, Draymond, because this is the same shit that happened with the Kevin Durant situation, is you knew y'all was on camera, when you were on, on the court embarrassing that man, and all he did was ask you to pass him the ball. You called him a bitch-ass nigga and said, we don't need you, nigga. We won without you, all that shit. When really and truly, the nigga should have been more humble when he's on camera and and, and he'd be professional because they've already gave him mad chances. He, he did this to Steve Kerr already. He tried to fight Steve Kerr. Well, he acted like he wanted to fight Steve Kerr on camera. He acted like he wanted to fight Kevin Durant, basically. And now he punched Jordan Poole, who was his teammate. So I don't disagree with what you're saying, but me personally, if a guy's my teammate, like, yes, we get heated on here and shit. But if we was in real life getting heated in person, I, I fucks with you. I'm not going to swing on you, bro. Like, so if you're my teammate and, and, and we haven't had it, we haven't beef, whatever, as long as you ain't calling my mom a B or, or my wife or nothing like that, my nigga, I'm not finna swing up on you. So if you was to walk up on me, uh, I would have, I would think like, all right, Thurston's my guy, man. He ain't about to swing up on me. He just in his feelings. You know, let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? But then you snuff me. That's why I call it a sneak or a snuff because I'm not expecting that from my guy. You know, we guys, we teammates, it's professionalism. But Draymond is just, he can't control himself, fam. And, oh, I got to bring up this. The one thing, and I'm going to get off of this shit. But did y'all see what Draymond's mom said before she deleted her tweet? Yeah, I seen that dumb shit. All right, so. (laughs) What'd she say? So I got to show that real quick. That was dumb. I was, I can't, and that's why she deleted it because she knew it was dumb. Right, and she said it right after he came out and apologized and said all of the shit. That, like the professional shit that he should have said. And then his moms came out and basically said, I'll just paraphrase it because I can't find it. But his moms basically said, I don't see anything wrong here. Y'all are tripping because all he did, I saw two men talking and then one man walked up on another man and then the not other man, yeah, not aggressively. And then uh, or the other man punched him. Nothing to see here. That's what his mama said. And yeah, I she think said man, basically it was Jordan Poole's fault for pushing Draymond and he reacted to it. He reacted to a, a, a action and the reaction happened. Thurston, we talked about this on, on the show before last mm-hmm. when, you, when you was here and you said about black fathers being missing and shit like that and needed, people needing that guidance and stuff like that. Me, I personally think Draymond is a mama's boy, man, to the point where 
he thought that he was doing the right thing or he maybe his mama taught him that if, if a man, whether he's your teammate or not, well, if he pushes you, just punch him. You know what I'm saying? That's just immature and unprofessional. Like if you, you're at work, son, like if somebody uh, at work talking crazy to you, shouldn't just steal off on him. Like obviously it's mad shit to lose. So I just feel like he just showed a, la a super lack of control for like the fourth time. <clears throat> it's just, I'm just at this point, I don't want to keep hearing the same guy who doing the same shit over and over, make excuses or say what he's going to do better next time. And I feel like I'll lastly say that the, the Warriors made a statement to Draymond by giving those two dudes that money right after they didn't suspend him. So I was kind of like, damn, y'all not going to suspend him. But then they basically won up the suspension by saying, we're paying Jordan 140 million. We're paying Wiggins 108 million. And we're not paying Draymond shit as far as y'all are concerned as of right now. So I, I understood that, but. I just don't think I don't trust Draymond. I wouldn't trust him if I'm Jordan Poole. I would have been mad at the Warriors for not suspending him if I'm not gonna get my get back. Cause I'm not about to. You already done punched me, snuffed me like that. When Draymond was doing that um, press conference, that nigga Jordan Poole should have sideswiped this nigga in the middle of his fucking press conference, and then it would have been uh, even. Cause you just snuffed me out of nowhere on camera and embarrassed the shit out of me for my family. That man probably got a wife. He might got a kid. That man forever gonna be an internet meme. Because Draymond's just not professional, bro. So, yeah. <laughs> he just talking just... I'm telling you, when he was apologizing, I said, nigga, fuck out of here, nigga. <laughs> said, laid that nigga out. But obviously, that would be petty hope. and immature. You know? <laughs> but fuck that. Yeah, we're not embarrass me on camera, nigga, in front of the world. Nigga, this is the internet oh, era. But get shit. into it, Mace, bro. We can talk about this all night. <laughs> oh, man. Now I'll be quick about it. Um, So after, you know what I'm saying, going through it, I waited to cast the judgment and in the end result, personally, what I say, um, he definitely should have been suspended. Um, and he was 100% wrong. And I'm going to tell you why from my perspective. Um, if you listen to Draymond and Steve Kerr and all them, they did not once say that he punched him because of something he said. In fact, they specifically said Draymond had things going on off the court. He had things going on at home. Draymond had personal issues. So that's why he punched Jordan Poole. Now, were they beefing back and forth? Of course they were. We all do that in basketball. But what pushed you over the edge, you already came to work on the honey. And then you ran to somebody who was always talking shit, and you took it out on him. See, I can't respect that. And number two, yes, we can say that punch wasn't warranted. Do you know why? Because fair deal. Who was the face of the franchise? Steph. Steph came out on the record and said Jordan Poole said or did nothing that warranted what Draymond did to him. The face of your franchise, your leader, Mr. MVP, the reason you guys are still here, said on live national TV, Draymond punched that man and nothing, nothing Jordan Poole said warranted that reaction. So you can't now turn around and be like, well, it got heated. No, it didn't. Because Draymond admitted it went too far. He was dealing with personal issues. Your franchise player said, no, they always talk like that. For some reason, Draymond went too far this time. See, so because of that, I'm sorry, bro. Draymond Green is 100% fucked up. Like, I don't care. He should have been suspended. And the reason they didn't suspend him, let's keep it a buck right now. It's because it's ring night. That's why. If they wouldn't have won the championship last year, Draymond Green would not be playing. See, they couldn't take Draymond Green, suspend him right after he gets his ring, and that, that doesn't make any sense. 
and you don't me, trust if you snuff somebody you don't deserve you still gonna get your ring bro but you yeah. shouldn't be out there bro but, That's but remember the guy you punched but you gotta remember bro they had a personal ceremony where their ring had the little extra they had custom made rings for the four boys who yeah. had the threes that's why Draymond was there because right. he got this customized ring. So when Draymond was, I mean, when Jordan was talking shit, you shouldn't have punched him though, because you know you about to get rings next week. That's all. But that's the point. <laughs> but see, and here's the thing about this. Now we're gonna take this a step further, and this is gonna get into a little bit of accountability. I'm not gonna make this long. Draymond Green is he's been allowed to act this way. So since he's been allowed to act this way, he's going to continue to act that way. Right. I'm not trying to disrespect the man. We have kids. If you allow your child to continue to continue the same behavior without any repercussion, when is he going to stop? What you expect? It's never going to stop. Let's stop acting like this is some anomaly with Draymond. He's kicked people in the balls on the court. He's swung at other people. He's tackled people on the court. He's cussed people out on the court. He tried to fight us. Stop acting like that. Let's stop making excuses. It's time to dead that. And we need to cut that out. That man needs to be held accountable for his actions. And we don't give a fuck all that. Oh, well, it's just Draymond. No, no, no. You can't punch a nigga in the face and talk about professionalism. I'm sorry, bro. It doesn't work that way. You, It doesn't work that. Because if you were professional, you wouldn't have kicked three other niggas in the balls in the court. You wouldn't have got suspended for getting the ball. You wouldn't have punched a nigga. You're not professional. Let's stop acting like Draymond is professional. He's absolutely not professional. If he is professional, the biggest drop, he literally got on TV in front of another grown-ass man to call him a bitch-ass nigga. Come on, Your bro. Like, let's cut that out. Your teammate. Your your teammate. This is the man who came here that you Won a championship for you after you begged for him to come. There it go. You begged this man to come play with you. And he comes to play with you, and you disrespect him in front of his mama, in front of his family, in front of the national audience, call him a bitch-ass nigga, and a bandwagoner said, we don't need you. But you, you can't, bro. There is no professionalism in you. So don't try to get out here. Oh, we're we're a team. We're professional. And Dre, let's be clear. You absolutely punched that nigga because you knew he wasn't gonna do nothing. Let's cut that shit out. Cause you knew he wasn't gonna hit you. Because if you really was gonna hit this man, you wouldn't have gotten his face and did that old school playground stuff, walk in a circle. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Cause you knew he wasn't gonna do nothing. And he cleared you out of his space. Because you was frightened and you snuffed him. That's exactly what it was. We've all played ball. We played basketball. We played football. We've done all that shit. Let's stop acting like you've ever once in your life been on the basketball court with your teammate in the middle of practice and thought Buddy was going to snuff you. Right. You absolutely did not. And you can't get out here and be like, we're a brotherhood. We're No, no, no. We're not brothers. Because, once again, me and Meeks are dogs. We, we rock. If me and you got into a beef on the court, oh, my kid, I'm not going to punch you in the mouth, bro. Because you're my guy. That doesn't make any sense. Like, because after this is over, we still going to dog. We still going to be. And now y'all grown man talking money and you snuffed him, knocked him. Let's be clear. He knocked that nigga the fuck out. Like, we're not going to front. He was gone. Knees went out. Head went back. They had to hold that boy up. He was out. Whether the video was out there or not, I don't give a fuck. Because you knocked that man out cold because you was dealing with some personal shit and you let it get to you too far because this boy always been talking the same shit. It's basketball. We all talk shit. You let personal shit cause you to knock this man the fuck out, and now you want to talk about professionalism when you got a 10-minute video we can go on YouTube <clears throat> right now and put on YouTube about you not being professional. So because of that, I don't give Draymond no pass. I don't now if this had been Clay or Steph, that's different. But buddy, this is who you are, right. and you gotta own that. So don't play that way. That's how I feel full on about it.
let me just add this little part and then Thursday, you get your last thoughts off if you want to say anything else. Um, I do think too, uh, Jordan Poole, everything that he said was just publicists told him to say that. Like, I'm, he didn't get off his real feelings. He basically said a, a, a blanket statement that would, that made sense for the team. And then he said, now I don't want to act talking about that anymore. Talk to me about anything related basketball wise. So I don't feel like that he moved on from it or he's, he's okay with it. He's passing. He's being professional. I feel like he got punched and he's too young to even react the correct way. So he, they're, they're telling him how to react and he's just doing what they're telling him. Cause he just got 147 million. That's what they're telling me. Yo, just let, let this go, go away. It's going to last a few weeks, but then no one's going to be talking about no more. And you're going to be getting you're the paid. future. Yeah, and the Warriors about to pay you and take the attention off of all of this shit. Yeah, you're the future, all of that. So I'll say that. And I will say also the Steve Curry and Michael Jordan thing. Michael Jordan should have got fucking suspended too. Michael Jordan shouldn't be able to punch his fucking teammate and a, a, a 6'2 white guy. That was some pussy shit, bro. I never thought that was cool of Michael to punch Steve Kerr. So if if Steve Kerr should have told them to suspend Mike for a game or two, man, or if, the, if that's how he felt. But Steve also probably, you know, did something to maybe provoke Mike to want to punch him. <laughs> and he feels like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not absolving it. I'm saying Steve personally probably feels like, I don't even want Mike suspended after he punched me, man. Mike is Mike, and I know I'm dealing with the best guy in the world. That's how I feel personally from Steve's perspective. He might not feel that way, but that don't make it right, my G. Don't get it twisted. That's not what I'm saying. But that's not, that's not what I'm just saying. He should be just Jordan should have got suspended, and if it was on camera, Jordan definitely would have got suspended. You know what I'm saying? But but I just think. Uh, Jordan said all the right things, but the, what he really wanted to say is fuck Draymond and uh, he's a bitch ass nigga. And I, I, this is why KD left because KD didn't want to get punched in the face randomly. And honestly, I'll say this lastly, <laughs> Steph Curry, bro, all these niggas are, su are super nice to Draymond, but you could tell like they're all like the Draymond's the ticking time bomb that everybody got to be nice to and shit. Otherwise he's going to go off on you and shit like that, bro. And, and Steph Curry been saying all the right things for everybody, Draymond. And instead of just telling telling the truth about him or holding them accountable. Steph hasn't been doing that before this Jordan situation, and that's because he had to stick up for his teammate. Yeah. But, but go ahead, Thurston, if you got any last words. <laughs> we can move on from this shit, man. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, uh, I, my, my man stuffed the nigga, man. How much they stuffed him because, you know what I'm saying, if we are, I don't know we are, but said, being in that predicament, when someone walks off you, that pushes for you to reset. You know what I'm saying? That pushes for you to pull your pants up. It's about to go down. You don't just ever if just that person's provoking you, yes. You, 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 you if that person's hey, not hey, bothering you, first, hey, and you're a bully at that point. Hey, you gotta get your hands up. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, you're watch this, my bully, son. Man. You're I'm a bully, man. No, I'm not a bully. I'm not a bully. <laughs> you tell it on yourself, man. I'm not a bully. You walk up on a nigga and, and get all in his face, and if he push you, then he deserves to get punched because no, even no, though you it, invaded it, his face. <laughs> okay. you, 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 first of all, it, it was pushing him the only thing that he can do right now. What do you mean, Jordan? That was his only Jordan Poole. Is that the only thing? Is that the only thing he could have done? It was the thing that you should do when a man is violating your personal space. You should get That's him out of your man. space. Your teammate and your brother. No, your teammate and your brother. Right there. I'm asking you a direct question. Is that the only thing he can do? If someone walks into your face, no, he could have walked away and got punked. Thank you. Yes, no, 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 no. You're adding, you're adding more extra to this. So my question is to you: Is that the only thing he could have do? And you said it. No, he could have turned away and walked away. You know what I'm saying? He chose to put his hands. So is that the only thing Draymond could have done? Wait, time out. Let's walk this down. 
Go Let's ahead. walk this down because you're seeing that and you're saying that's the only thing that happened because anytime if someone walks up on you and you push the person back, that is you saying, "Let's go." Not to that's, me. Not, not to you, but said every time I seen that, that's like, "Hey, it's about to go down." Not if, a, if the person's that. victim, they, that's them saying, "Please get off me, bro." Like, give me some space. I, 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 but I don't think that's the only thing they can do. You know what I'm saying? A heated moment. That's like. It's about to go down. For me, for I seen those type of situations. But I also seen those situations where a dude just turned his back to him. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't snuff him. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it snuff him when he didn't see it coming. That's you know what I'm saying? You pushed him. You're going to so get question, your head knocked back of your head there. Yo, I want to ask you a question, no. Smith. Real rap. On topic. On topic. Go, ahead. Does go ahead. It, does it change the context for you? I, I agree with you. I fully agree with you. If me and you were walking down the street and some dude violated my space, and I pushed him, and he snuffed me. I'm with you. I had that coming. But I consider you my brother. If you walk to me, and you're like, yo, Mace, I don't like the way you've been talking to me. I'm sorry, bro. I don't feel like I'm going to punch you in the face because we have a rapport. You're my brother. We spent years together. We've been in the trenches together. We've grinded together. We've been broke together. We've been eating together. You've been, but let's be clear. We've been there. So exactly. if you... So let's put that. I just want to add to that change the context. Of course, of course, because if it was course. someone you didn't know, touche. Sleep that dude. However, if it's someone who you were broke with, laid with, grinded with, you know been parents. Through office, does that, you know what I'm saying? You know my mama, I know your mama, our kids play together. Does that change the context as if you're going to punch them in the face, opposed to someone you don't know? I'm just wondering your context. No, the reason why I can speak to this is because my own blood brother did that to me. You know what, what I'm saying? My own blood brother. You know what I'm saying? So I don't be like, oh, he's my own brother. And then it was it was a wrong thing to do. But it's just like, there's all this stuff going on. So we can't always expect someone to do something that we think that they should have done in those moments. You know what I'm saying? I just think sure. that is a time. And sometimes those things happen to bring people closer together. You know what I'm saying? I've seen it happen too plenty of times where they got into it. You know what I'm saying? Out there playing football and the sports. You know what I'm saying? The OG beat the young dude up. It's like, damn, that's why that, that quote, you ever seen a pit bull by the chihuahua? I don't want to see that. That's exactly what happened. And then, so you just try to always just, hey, step in. Hey, someone do something. But step in, in those moments, like I said, those things happen. And so there's only one or two ways. You can go left or go right. So to me, I hope that it, it gels and brings it together. I mean, he did come on and apologize to the man. Hey, I lost my cool. And sometimes, you know, it might be that. You know what I'm saying? I lost my cool. Hey, you're really young, bro. And I apologize that that happened to you, that they went out there and stuff like that. And for him to come out there and say, hey, we're professionals, I applaud him even more for doing what he did. You know what I'm saying? But that, that's Jordan, just my standpoint. Stuff that nigga, Jordan, man. Get your shit back, Jordan, because that ain't that ain't right, bro. <laughs> Only one person here got punched and knocked the fuck out on camera. And Draymond is getting applauded for saying apology, for apologizing the right way, Thirst. That's crazy. No, I'm not. I'm No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying for, for everything, how it came out. You know what I'm saying? First of all, no one's perfect. You know what I'm saying? We all seen some things that we can take back. You it's know true. what I'm saying? But I think it's the how you respond to those things. That's the key thing. Not only what goes down. Of behavior, what, then you, what, it ain't about how you respond. It's about you have a pattern of behavior of doing stupid shit. So like you say, your brother did that to you. I understand that's bro shit. Bro shit happened to me. My brother fight too. Had fought mad times. But it's about... Right. It's about the relationship and how genuine or not genuine it is too. Because if if you're punching me and I feel like you're all right, so if your bro did that three to three niggas right before you, and then he walked up and did it to you too, you're gonna be like, "Yo, nigga, 
you just punched me and you just did that to the last three niggas. But you know what I'm saying? But if it's an isolated incident, you guys got love for each other. Yeah, they can make you stronger or whatever. But somebody shouldn't walk away feeling like you a snake or I can't trust you or you a dirty nigga. You know what I'm saying? If somebody has to walk away feeling that way, then the relationship, that's pretty much the beginning of the end. That's why once he he once he did that to KD on camera, bro, I said it the whole year. I said, oh, Kevin Durant is gone at the end of the year. Ain't no way he re-signing that deal, bro. And he he left, bro, because don't nobody want to – certain people are not alpha. That's another – let's let's get into this last part. You are alpha male. You got an alpha male brand. We alpha males on this, on this podcast, all three of us. When you're an alpha male and you're a beta male, we handle shit differently. So that's another thing. Jordan Poole don't seem to be much of an alpha male, man. So as the alpha, I expect more from Draymond. Like if some little five foot, uh, 120 pound nigga walks up on you, Thurston, I don't expect you to just KO this little nigga, man. I expect you to be like, yo, little bro, watch the fuck out, little nigga, if I beat your ass. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> that, but if you just now, KO, now, I'm going to be now, like, yo, now. Thurston, man, come on, fam. You could do better than that. Like, you big as shit. We knew you was going to kick that man ass. So that's all I'm saying. I look at Draymond like, you an alpha male, bro. And you handled that like you was a like you was a beta male, like or like you was soft or something, man. You could have handled Jordan. You, I, I ain't mad at Draymond for walking up on Jordan because Jordan might have been getting fly out his mouth. Jordan might have said like, "Nigga, shut your broke ass up" or whatever the fuck he might have said to him. And then Draymond got in his face like, "Yo, nigga, who is you talking to, bro? Who is you talking to?" And and at that point, Jordan could be like, "Yo, bro, get out of my face." Like it seemed like he did. And then and then Draymond still didn't move because he still got his neck breathing on that his breath breathing on that man. Almost a sweat. Yeah, bro. That, that's the last time I punched. A nigga is he got in my face and I felt that man breath on my neck and it was over with for that nigga. I don't know grown man breathing on my neck, fam. Back the fuck up. So I'm saying as the alpha male, he should have been like, yo, little nigga, uh, you heard what I said. Now don't put your hands on me again. I, yeah, you pushing me because I'm in your space, nigga, but watch your mouth. And it could have been over with at that point. But the, but when you snuff him, it seemed like there's some resentment there. And obviously it just happens to be contract time for both of y'all niggas. He the young nigga, you the older dude. I just expect more from an alpha, and Draymond is let me down as an alpha male, bro. That was you handled that like somebody who couldn't have had no discernment right there, and it was just sad to watch. Like and like I think you said it, Mace. Pick on somebody your own size, though, bro. Like uh, then Tristan Thompson and him got into it. He muffed him or pushed him or something the same way. You didn't snuff Tristan, bro. Like, but I understand different scenarios or whatever, but pick on somebody your own size, fam. You're an alpha male. I understand that. Just like I felt about KD. KD's a beta male, fam. I love KD, but that man's not an alpha male. Like, so Draymond, he told Draymond to, uh, in an embarrassing way to give me the ball. And Draymond looked, oh, he trying to embarrass me? And then he embarrassed him back, like one-upped him. But, bro, you and then you, you cussed KD out and treated him like, He's not comfortable around you, fam. So he's basically a bully, man. He a bully on the low, man. He bully, bully, bully. Yeah, so you know some alpha males, you know, we got to learn how to, to not do certain shit because we will. you are considered a bully when we know you got the upper hand in the situation. That's all. Well, let's AlphaGentlemanLifestyle.com. Go see the man. Talk to him. Come on, Come on, man. Come on, Draymond. Hit me up. Hit me up. Go hit him up, man. Draymond, interview with my guy, man. He's been showing you know you support, bro. Don't know why I support Draymond bigger than Thursday, my guy. Back. Get on the channel, interview him. And yeah, put thirst on your podcast, Draymond. Let's talk about please, that please. Talk Give about alpha male shit with him. Teach him some alpha male shit, bro. Because he yeah. was raised by his mama, fam. So he just said, "Yo, a nigga talk shit to me, I'ma snuff him." <laughs> that, that, that's what it is. <laughs> the fuck, on, nigga. Your daddy didn't tell you. you the, they would have been fighting every day at school, bro. You, if you better tell him. You better hit first. Yeah, nigga. Come on, man. If you if you feel in danger, punch him. But obviously, Draymond didn't feel any type of smoke or danger from coming from Jordan Poole, bro. 
But all right, let's move on, bro. We didn't talk about Draymond for so long. I don't, what are we getting into next, man? The next, next, the other game, the Boston. Oh, we can we can Boston, talk about that Philly. real quick. Um, yeah. Um, all right, so Boston and uh, Philly played, and Boston won. Uh, Philly actually was playing decent throughout the game. James Harden had a great game. Uh, great James game. Harden looked like him his old self again. So salute to him. But I will say one thing I did notice during the during that game is before the game, um, I felt like. The, the the Sixers may win, but I said the Celtics got a lot to, you know, try to prove from the summer that they had and shit like that. But mm-hmm. um, I did feel like James Harden would come out to try to prove that he still got that shit. But him and Joel Embiid, they don't – I don't know that when J, when James Harden is playing well that Joel they, – that they'll be better as a team. I feel like sure. James Harden is better as the secondary guy who's more passive because that kind of makes when Joel, anybody's killing Joel, the kind of things like he doesn't know what to do or he's out of place or whatever. So I just don't think it's um, they're going to go anywhere uh, long term if James is the primary scorer. But I do agree. I like his aggression, though, because last year he was playing all passive and shit had us wondering, like, is this guy ever going to be the same again? So they actually looked good, man. Uh, I think both at Philly and Boston are going to be formidable uh, opponents in the East. Um, but I do think that. Um, James Harden scoring 38 will be to their detriment, man. Honestly, he should get lesser points and more assists. How y'all feel about that? Amazing. Um, I agree. I know it's game one, so I'm not going to overshoot too much. James still looks like that first step is a little still slow. That blow by is kind of gone. I mean, he's older, let's be clear. There's a lot of moments where and he tried to take that first, injuries. Yeah, like he tried to take that first step and it wasn't there, and then he fumbled the ball and stepped back. Like, I mean, you know, like I said, the hammy and time came with it. Um, but you make a good point. For some reason, it seems like one is like they both can't be on. One is lost when the other one. And the problem is like if Joel is going, that means James Harden is not going. And the problem with James Harden is he's a volume shooter. You know what I'm saying? He's a rhythm shooter. And if he's not in rhythm and getting volume, it's not going to be good. That's when you get those 12 points, six, that kind of game. So, but Joel's got to eat because the offense got to go through him. But I will say some funny shit. I don't know if you notice this. Why it seemed like Maxie's just feeling himself to the point where he feel like this nigga should be option number one. <laughs> Maxie's like, nice, bro. That man is nice, his game. There was, but there was a few times when Joel took a shot and Maxie was like, oh. yeah. like nigga, what? He was doing that to Harden last year, too, if you pay attention, bro. But, Every time Harden oh, was making a mistake, he's like, yo, what's wrong with this dude? Bro, he did a game one, like Joel and B took a three, and Maxie was like, ah, nigga, what is you doing? It's like, nigga, what? Hey, if Joel was Draymond, uh, that nigga Maxie would have got snuck. <laughs> Go <laughs> ahead, oh, yeah, bro. I just throw that in there. But uh, <laughs> nah, I need to crack down on Maxi, bro. Who you talking to like that, Max? Bro, Maxi is jumping hard, but I think that'd be formidable, like you said. Um, this is Doc's last year. <laughs> like, let's just Doc is done after this. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's coaching. I don't know if it's jail. But for some reason, they just cannot all get on the same page. They look better. It's game one. We're not gonna overact, but they're still making a lot of the same mistakes they were making last year. And you would think with a him in the offseason together and Doc having them, I'd expect a little bit more to be a bit more prepared. We'll see what happens 15 games in. But if this is any indication of where they're going, I'm with you. They're going to have a problem with them boys gelling together and they ain't going to be right. Go ahead, Thirst. Lastly, though, James Harden crossed the shit out of fucking Marcus Smart. Oh, oh he, sat, he sat Tatum down, too. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. He sat Tatum down, too. So, hey, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I I agree. You know, saying that just that I just feel like you know he, his ego came out. He's on fire. He felt like yo, I'm hard in the back, beer. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. And it's just like sometimes you just black out, and forget like yo, 
pass the ball, baby. You know what I'm saying? Pass the ball. <laughs> the offense runs to me. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you just you, you you felt those first three go in. It's like. Green light, you know what I'm saying? Green light. I mean Houston. And just like, duh. Yes, you had it. You know, I do this, I do this with my kids, you know what I'm saying? I talk to them like, yes, you did it. Like you did a great job, great job. But you didn't, you know what I'm saying, the false start. Yeah. You know, supposed yeah. to then like, you false started, you did it. And then this they just melt in front of you. Now you gotta try to pick them up. Right. So I do it the other way, like great job. Yeah. But make sure that we're just passing the ball next time. Make sure right. you get some movement. You know, Tim Energy gets a moving though. But everything looked good though. Everything looked good. So I just think that he just he just felt like he's back in Houston, you know what I'm saying, cooking. And then um you know, after a while, you know what I'm saying, the, the food, the food simmered down and it wasn't as hot as it was when it first started. And then, you know, then Boston came back. But you know, Boston was a great team. They added a great piece, uh Malcolm Brogdon, you know what I'm saying? And so he he scored some points. And so, I mean. Yeah, this is a very tough, tough opening night. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure the coach, you know, from, from, from obviously being the coach and sitting there, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're, you're taking notes. You're waiting for your time. You know what I'm saying? Anytime, like, anytime, man. If I, man, if I, you had the players talking to you, coach, what you saw, man, if I was in there, you know, I would have you come over here and then drop down because he, I see him shooting over here because you had practice all day. You're seeing the right. stuff. You're seeing them, you know, we're, hey, man, what's kind of, uh, what's the dude with the last game cat? Uh, Williams, mm-hmm. I forgot. Uh, um, yeah, Greg Williams. Yeah, Greg, Greg Williams. Williams. Yeah, man, he's working on this shot in the corner. You know what I'm saying? It's so much your time. You already know what to do. You know what I'm saying? And so that's kind of my take on it. I think I expect Boston to do some things. Um, you know, do some things this year. But I just think at the end of the day, uh, you're gonna need that um, that coaching from uh, Ime to come out. It's gonna come. It's that rookie mistakes is gonna start to show. Yeah, adjustments. Even 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 in the finals, what I applaud to Golden State and also Draymond how he called it, that he made they made the adjustment. He said we're gonna play them, uh, play them left. You know what I'm saying? And every time they got him, they made him go left every single time. And that really was a turning point in the finals when he said, "Oh, we were playing defense. <clears throat> we're playing we're playing straight up. We're getting cooked every single time. So we're gonna play them left." And then that was the adjustment you seen uh, with, with 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 Tatum. Shooting jump shots over Curry. <laughs> it's like, bro, you six nine. Why are you shooting jump shots over Curry, bro? You know what I'm saying? But they're playing him left, so you just step back and and then you know he's shooting the jump shot. But um, I do think it was a good game. Uh, looking to see more. I don't overact, but I do agree. This has to be Doc's last season. Yeah. Hey man, I agree I'm with you, man. Um. Well, I think we should just move on to the Nets. Um, the Nets just had their first game tonight and got their asses kicked by the goddamn Pelicans. Yeah, they have um, and Brandon Ingram both played really good. And um, Kyrie played like shit. He wasn't making nothing. Um, he was getting some looks that he normally gets, but they just wasn't falling. Ben Simmons didn't do shit. Um, played like ass. More fouls than points. <laughs> Man, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> hey, when I when I was watching the fucking Ben Simmons, bro, Tupac or Bishop from Juice came up in my head, bro. This nigga scared. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of. So I was like, yo. So we just gotta be fast. Yo, I think we should plan this another time. This nigga scared. Ain't nobody scared, man. I just told you I had a DJ setting. Fuck that shit. Ben Simmons is 0 for 1 or 1 for 1, bro. Like, after 25 minutes, bro. Like, shoot the fucking ball, nigga. Stop playing so... But, bro, if he if he doesn't... 
because we didn't get into this, bro. So we can we can get into it now, bro. But we got to make our picks for this year. <laughs> and I, you know, I want to pick the Nets, bro. <laughs> I wanted to pick the Nets before the year started, fam. But damn, bro, I'm, it's not looking good, bro. It's only one game, but Ben Simmons, <laughs> Ben Simmons, bro. I don't think you really want no basketball NBA smoke no more, bro. So yeah, it's over. I think he's done. I, I ain't gonna judge him. I'm giving him five games, bro. After after five games, if this man don't shoot more than five to ten shots in one of these games or two of these games, bro, I'm gonna go ahead and just call it a year for the Nets, man. And then and then I'll know that K, KD and Kyrie, because Stephen A. Smith said it the other day that this is their last year in in oh, yeah. Uh, Brooklyn. And, oh yeah. And, oh yeah. And, and I knew it was Kyrie's last year because he opted into that to that shit because they didn't want to commit to him. And that's why Kevin mm -hmm. Durant did, wanted to leave too because he thought they were committed to him and Kyrie as a future and them trying to win championships. But when they didn't want to extend Kyrie, that showed them that he's not. They're not committed. That's what he said. So basically, I do think that they're all they're both gonna be gone, man. If Ben Simmons can't show any type of nothing, like you can't at least play that role of a a passer. And he all he has to do is do what James Harden did, except for minus the scoring. Yes. And, um, you know, they didn't have Seth Curry either. I'll say that because that's going to be a – they need Seth Curry. They need Joe Harris and any Patty Harris to get those buckets whenever Kyrie's having an off night like he is. They would supplement those points. So I'm not necessarily worried about them yet, but it's Ben Simmons that I'm worried about, bro. If this nigga don't get some confidence and, and develop um, an ability to just want to impact the game on offense other than just passing, bro, the Nets are going to be predictable as hell, and they could just double up on Kyrie and KD like they did last year, especially if Patty Mills and them and ain't hitting no jumpers. So yeah. long story short, the Nets look like shit, man, and I don't want to pick them to win, but as of right now, I'm going to stick to them winning the East, and I feel like they can still come out the East with the roster that they have. Um, and Boston looks good, and Philly looks good, but they don't look like, oh, my God, there's no way you can yeah. beat them. The Bucks can be beat too. You the know Bulls look good right now. Bulls look good, but let's wait and see on all of this shit because it's been one game. That's sure, all, you know, so get into it, man. That's how I feel, man. Ben Simmons, this nigga scared. <laughs> uh, you know, I got I got to go back and watch it. You know, I don't know if he's scared because we I just seen him. You know, during preseason, have a, a pretty decent game. You know, what I'm saying with limited, yeah. limited minutes, limited minutes and stuff like that. So. Like I said, I, I want to give it a couple of games and then come back and then, you know what I'm saying, then assess everything else, you know what I'm saying? Hey, it's off night. Maybe with the, the lineup, maybe there, he didn't know how to adjust. I, I really don't know, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just going to give it some time because i just seen him have a, a couple of good preseason games where they turned it up a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Kyrie was definitely cooking, but it's just sometimes it's, man, it ain't clicking today, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You just, it, it, it's just like, damn, they had a, whole, a lot of firepower out there. You know what I'm saying? Everyone, you got three, what, three people? What, three people scoring over 20 points? You know what I'm saying? Uh, Zion went off. It's just like, it's like, I just think that, woo, some people under, underestimated the Pelicans. But yeah. I think we did, we, we did it because we said, hey, next oh, year yeah. we get Zion. You know what I'm saying? When they get Zion, it's, gonna be, it's trying already, to play. It's trying to play. They already made the play in without him. And you know what I'm saying? I think, I think, great for them that too. Yeah, I think B.I. didn't even play too as well. I think he got hurt too in the playoffs. Or something like that. I don't remember seeing him. And so just like, man. There. He was out there, I think. He's out there? Yeah. But, yeah, so they have a great team. And plus, you know, Brooklyn has definitely missed some key pieces. But we do need to see more uh, from Ben Simmons. So this is where that coaching comes into play. Yeah. Hopefully, Nass is the whisper. Speak some Canadian. Or Patty Mills is going to speak some Australian to him uh, to be like, hey, man, we need you to be aggressive, Ben. 
You know what I'm saying? Or maybe he just doesn't know his role. Still new. But we'll see in a couple of games. Man, I still, and strange. you're right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, uh, I, I, will, I, I still have the Nets, you know, coming out the East. You know what I'm saying? That's still my pick. Uh, the Nets about the East. Are you, are you saying West too right now? Or we'll get, we'll East? let Mace get in and then we'll just give our quick picks on everything. All right, go ahead. Um, I like, I agree with you. There's some pieces that they need to get back in there to, um, that's definitely going to help Seth Curry, you know what I'm saying, Joe Harris. I like that. But the reason I'm, a, I'm stepping off it is because, not because Ben Simmons didn't ability to score, because you're right. We can count on two scores who are coming out who aren't there today. The problem is defensively, they look like shit. Yeah. Like they look bad. Like, and not only that, Ben Simmons' job was going to be you're going to defend and you're going to assist. Zion abused that boy in the post. He was not, bruh, he had him looking bad. Like he was spinning off him, knocking Ben back. And that's the problem. I'm not saying, no being disrespect. Zion's a big dude. He, he big. But if Zion's abusing you like that, what do you think Giannis is going to do to you? Like, Giannis is going to punish Ben Simmons because you can't count on KD. They've got the by committee, but KD, he can't spend all his energy putting his body on Giannis and then try to go put up 35. So they're going to be relying on Ben to do that. And if this is a telltale sign where you've got, you know what I'm saying, Zion bodying you like that, when Joel and B comes into town, you know what I'm saying, <clears throat> you're in trouble. You know what I'm saying? When Giannis comes into town, you're in trouble. And that's the thing I'm afraid of. It's not Ben scoring, because you're right. They're going to get the scoring from the two that weren't there. But he's got to play defense. Because your thing is, you, you they what do they say? He can guard all five positions. Ben Simmons. All right, cool. Well, you're going to have to, because you bet. I hope you're not relying on KD to guard Giannis. I hope you're not relying on him to guard. And if he's going to get abused like that, that's going to be a problem. Because you watch the game, Zion was like, nigga, move. Yeah. Like, he just... Push him Zion in. Zion is the strongest dude in the league, though, too. Outside of Dwight Howard, he's the biggest, yeah, the strongest dude yeah. in the league. So I'm just saying, yeah, Vincent, I never expected Ben to be able to guard him, honestly. I think Not Ben guard, actually has he, a better it, chance against Giannis than yeah. Zion just because but it of looked, the But I'm size saying, like, it looked, it looked very, their defense, just as a whole. And right. that goes, like we said, that's a coaching thing, too. Like, you're not putting your guys in the best schemes defensively to stop that. You're right, Zion's strong. You don't put Ben Simmons man to man on Giannis in the post. I mean, on um Zion in the post and Thank be you. like, "You got this, Ben." No, nigga, he don't. And he's like, been off for two years, fam. The man's not in saying? shape either, so you can, and he ain't gonna be guard nobody saying. right now. And that's why I'm afraid to pick them. It's not just because of Ben. It's because, like we said, that coaching is gonna come. You don't make adjustments, and your answer to this was just throw Ben on Zion. No, no, no. You should have switched that up to the zone. You should, I don't, bro. You could have moved it, but he didn't. He just let him get abused. So I think it's going to come down like last year to bad coaching. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and Ben not being in the best position. And I don't blame Ben for that because, like I said, he's been gone two years. He should be coached in a better way. And Steve Nash ain't doing it. And that's that's why I said I won't be surprised if he <clears> made his name come up halfway through the season if they're struggling with Steve Nash there because he ain't got the move. He don't got it. 
Yeah, to your point, I agree, man, because Nash, we know him as a player, bro. We grew up on Nash. He don't play defense, never played defense. He never played for a coach that coached defense. Thank you. Literally, the coach didn't. He literally said, I don't care about defense. It's about getting the ball up and scoring as many, getting more possessions than the other team and getting up and more more three-pointers than the other team. That's all he cares about. And so I can't expect anything other than what Steve Nash has been taught and what he has learned. And he's never coached a day in his life, like we said before. So he doesn't have any foundation even something that he might have learned as a coach in high school to learn how to coach defense. He can't coach defense. He couldn't play defense. He, he, didn't, he couldn't even tell his teammates where to be on defense. So how mm-hmm. – so, yeah, like you're like Ben, if, if Ben Simmons playing against Joel Embiid and, and he tells Ben Simmons to guard Joel Embiid, he's to fire Steve Nash that evening because yeah. there's no way Ben Simmons will ever be able to guard Joel Embiid. He can't guard uh, uh, Zion. And all he can do, I expect him to do, is slow down Giannis. He can't guard mm-hmm. Giannis either. But other than that, he is a, a solid defender, and he can yeah, give everybody course. in the league problems. And his frame is undeniable. When a nigga six ten, like it's hard, to, and he and he has good defensive uh, coordination. So, but um, coaching, yeah, coaching is gonna come down. Yeah, to I'm sorry, I mean to laugh. I was as a coach on this playing the back of my head. It's like you see your man getting body out there, and 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 to a player to come like coach, what should I do? It's like Steve Nash and tell Ben Simmons. How to guard Zion? Yeah, he's not even gonna listen to him. <laughs> he's like, gonna be like, "Shut the fuck up, Ben! You gotta, you gotta like." <clears throat> really Yo, you remember on Sunset? Hey, you remember on Sunset? Highlight reels get ducked on, nigga. <laughs> hey, you remember on Sunset Park when uh when uh, uh when when they was fucking up in practice and shit? Or no, on in the game and then Shorty Doo looked to the coach and Shorty Doo looked to the coach and said, "Yo, coach, what, what you think we should do?" She said, "Rotate." And it's like, I don't know shit, man. And then, <laughs> that's Steve Nash. I'm trying to tell Ben Simmons some shit about defense. <laughs> she said, rotate. Man, the fuck, man? <laughs> Anyways, bro, Ben Simmons, yeah. Ben Simmons and Steve Nash going to be the, the shit that fucks up the Nets this year. Yeah. So, but, you know, if Ben can actually get in shape and stop being scared to shoot, they actually – can contend, they can have maybe the best record in the East if they all stay healthy, and they will be a top contender in the playoffs if they stay healthy. Because scoring is not their problem, bro. They have no problem with putting the ball in the hole. That is Even on the off night with all the shooters you got, you're going to get picked up. But the problem is, you know how I go, y'all can put up 120, but if y'all let them put up 125, what the fuck is pointless? And that's Steve's problem. Yeah, so, um, you know, the Nets, they, everybody on the Nets is, like, on a time clock right now. Y'all got to the end of the year to get your shit together, man, or it's going to be it's gonna be bad, man. We'll say, who wins the East, Thurston? Who, who you got winning the East? Uh, I still, I'm still going to rock with the, with the Nets, you know what I'm saying? I don't expect, you know, Kyrie just to have an offseason, you know what, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And then, plus, they're missing some key pieces, like missing three, three key pieces here that can really take him over the hump. I forgot all about what's called uh was it TJ? TJ Warren, yep. TJ Warren, you know what I'm saying? Me too. I'm scoring 50 points a game in the bubble, you feel me? Yeah. I understand it's not the bubble. I'm scoring, I don't expect to come out doing 50, but he can at least give you 10 to 15. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. even adding him, when Ben Simmons is having a night like that, obviously Joe Harris and then Steph, like I expect him to uh come back from this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I'm still gonna pick the um the Nets to come out the East, you know what I'm saying? Still picking the Nets to come out the East. Me too. Who you got, Mace? Um, <clears throat> I got Giannis. I got Giannis and the Bucks coming. Honestly, and it's simply because out of all the teams we talk about, I just trust their coach the most. 
and that's not being funny. Like, I trust their coach the most, and I trust their defense the most. That's really what it is. If the Nets didn't have Steve Nash, I'd pick the Nets. I really don't trust Steve Nash. Like, <laughs> that nigga is like, he's going to derail them if they don't get rid of him. Um, Boston, you see they still got it. But once again, like I said, rookie coach, the rookie mistakes is going to sneak up eventually. I believe that. Doc doesn't have control of Philly. So I feel like the best sense who plays the best defense of them is Boston when Eme was there. So I, I don't know, man. I, I just feel like I got to trust. You know, you kind of just like you're not sure. So you kind of trust just consistency. Like we consistently consistently know Drew is going to do the be- good defense. We know Chris Middleton is going to show up here and there when you need him most. And you can rely on Giannis for 20 and 15. So I kind of like that formula. And just I'm going to stick with it until further notice. That's it. Oh, it's mostly off coaching, Brian. A lot. It's coaching. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't mad at that pick. That would definitely be my pick if I wasn't. And I'm going off of heart instead of uh, logic with with the net. Of course, my heart. I mean, that logic would have said the Bucks too. So uh, oh, yeah. on the on the West, who y'all got? I'm gonna go with the Warriors on the West. Same. I'm sticking with Same. it. I, I gotta go to No explanation needed, man. We can move on. Maybe there is. Excuse me. Right. I got real quick. I got I, I got a sleeper. I do have a sleeper. Who's that? That we, we all, everyone just just completely just forget about them. But they are completely healthy with all their players. Don't say it. Don't say it. Clippers. Don't you say it. Don't no. say it. Okay. No. Thank God. Denver. Denver. Yep. Bro, they got waxed tonight. <laughs> waxed tonight. I ain't even hey. see who they played tonight. The Jazz, the, the Jazz, but I bro, they was up by like they was up by like twenty one, bro. Like in the second quarter, they was getting washed. That's tough. So Did the Clippers I, I, play I tonight? Nah, they ain't playing. Not tonight. up tomorrow. The Clippers tomorrow. is my sleeper, bro. Clippers gonna get the Warriors and everybody a ref for their money, bro. Wow. Oh, you, you know play? what's crazy? I'm with the thing about the Clippers. I agree with you, but here's the problem with it: the same, and no one likes to bring it up, but I, I you know, we do because we do it here. Everyone likes to write this like, what if, what if, what if? The Clippers are the ultimate what if once again. Yeah. It boils down to Hell. if if Kawhi stays healthy, if Paul George stays healthy, if and that's like, I can't. They're a good sleeper pick, but over the past three years, they've disappointed us every time. And it's not their fault. Injury is not their fault. Injury is not their fault. But because of that, it's just hard for me to pick him because you know Kawhi is going to miss time. You know he is. Let's just be clear. Yeah, they're going to load manage him. him. They already said it. They have to. And that load management, but how much is load management when you've already been out for two years? Yes, I'm saying. When you've been out for two years, I don't know if load management is your best friend, bro. Like, you kind of been managing some loads for last year. I don't know. I hope I'd love to see them back, but I I don't want to see the words kind of walk through it. But if Kawhi ain't on it, we're going to be looking at the same thing last year, and I don't want to see that. I actually gonna switch my pick, bro. Um, I'm. I think the. I think the Clippers are gonna. I think the Clippers are coming out, bro. I like okay. them better than the Warriors only because of what the Warriors are going through. The Warriors are the way better team, and they've more proven, obviously. But I feel like when it comes down to it, Steph Curry has to be Steph Curry like he was last year. But it's yeah. gonna be different when it's Kawhi and Paul George out there being able to switch off, guarding you, giving you different looks. And then Jordan Poole, I feel like one of them can guard Steph, possibly, you know, it can slow him down. And then the other one can guard Jordan Poole or Clay. And then, you know, I ain't worried about Draymond uh, offensively. So I I think they're a better team 
as far as top to bottom, but I'm saying roster wise, but not yeah, yeah. actual team. But um, so I'm gonna pick the Clippers. I'm going. It's a limb because obviously they're not healthy. All the ifs. I agree with you, but I'm going with them because if they were fully healthy and the Warriors are fully healthy, I like them in a seven game series, man. I just really do. I feel like defensively they're gonna be a tough out for the Warriors and Jordan Poole and Draymond situation. When it comes down to the the when the, the rubber hits the road, I think it, I think it'll go left and maybe we wouldn't be able to rely on George. I would trust Paul George um, yeah. as my second option more than. Jordan Poole or Clay yeah, still, still hobbling off of his last injuries. So, you know, so, but um, it'll be a great. But I want that series though. Yeah, please, I man. want that series. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see that, bro. So, um, so, all right. So we can just say, all right. So y'all's finals would be Nets and Warriors. Well, that's what Thurston's is. Mine would be yeah, my Nets, and, Nets and Clippers and yours would be Nets and, uh, Bucks Warriors and, Bucks. and Warriors. All right. So who wins the championship? Warriors. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. You know what's funny? I want I want to pick the Warriors because I feel like it's the best pick, but it's something inside me that's like, I don't know, bro. Like niggas, I don't know. Like I don't know. Maybe it's the controversy they're going through right now, but it just feels weird picking them to win it, even though they got the. Like arguably top to bottom, their roster is stacked. They're they got the young dudes, got the veterans, they got the they got the coach, they got everything. But I don't know, man. I'm gonna pick them. But damn, that hurt. For some reason, that felt weird. I'm gonna pick them. <laughs> man, it feels weird for me too because I just changed my pick to the Clippers, <laughs> and now it will be Clippers versus Nets. And um, I want I like that. That would be a great strength? fucking series, bro. I love great it. finals. You get but. Damn, that's tough. I would I would have to lean on I would lean on the Clippers in that situation because because of how much I don't trust Ben Simmons. But I do I would choose Kevin Durant over Kawhi Leonard also. But if I if them two face off, I would go with the Clippers. I'm saying it right yeah, now. Yeah, I'd have to agree. But you know it would be a I think it would be Game Seven, probably a seven game series. John Wall for comeback player of the year. Yes or no? What you think? Hell no. 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 He's gonna have a decent year, but I ain't ain't no comeback player. No, no. Who who got Murray? Zion. Yes, there you go. Zion or Murray? Yeah. Okay, Zion or Murray. And Zion's yeah. looking like the guy. Good, good pick, Thurs. Yeah, Zion Murray. Is, Murray just had twelve points. I, I, I say it's Zion first. coming for blood, bro. He's coming to show everybody. The, Lost the weight. Yeah. I feel the same way about Zion as I feel with the Clippers. I just feel like, and it's not his fault. Once again, it's not his fault. I just feel like some injuries going to happen with him. Oh, yeah. And, man, he got too much it. weight going on them limbs, yeah, It's always something. It's not even his fault. Even in preseason, he tweaked his ankle and had to sit him down. It's like, oh, come on, bro. Like, you can't catch a break. It's just weird for him. It's weird, just, man. The way he play, he plays too too um, explosive for his weight. Yeah. He's putting too much on his ankles and knees when he whenever he jumps and doesn't move or goes by somebody, yeah. plants and does that spin move. It's gonna. It, he's not gonna have a long career if he keeps playing like that, bro. It's just not. Yeah, he weighs too much, and, and you can tell by his genetics that he's just gonna be a big ass dude. That's just what Even slimmed down, he's still like massive. He's it's huge. Like, yeah. He was. He was. He weighed more in high school than everyone in the NBA. Thinking I would jump ninety percent of them. <laughs> ninety nine, probably ninety five. <laughs> yeah, but um, so, all right. So, who wins? Uh, I say defensive player of the year. I'm giving it to Giannis. I agree. And I feel like MVP is probably going to go to Giannis as well or Steph. I got Steph. <clears throat> okay. Because yeah, Steph is on fire right now. He, yeah. He, Steph can't he, be stopped. He can't do no wrong. 
He yeah. can't do no wrong. I mean, with Steph, like I said, it's just that clip. I just been watching him for a long time where he didn't drive to the hole, and now he's. I mean, left foot, right foot. He got his game is pretty much almost. It's pretty much complete. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, he's just a liability on defense, but you know, you, you don't, I'm not gonna count him to have you know consecutive bad games. You know what I'm saying? Even on his bad games, he's he's now quickly identifying that you don't have an offline when you pass the ball around, and with that team and with the roster that they got. And I forgot that Wiseman came back. So they did it without Wiseman. You know what I'm saying? When the champions and now he's back. And all the, uh, the uh, younger players have a uh, an extra year under. Under your other than when they win a champion. So you read, you're playing with house money. You know what I'm saying? You're not yeah. scared of anything. I won the chip. You're a champion. You know what I'm saying? So you honestly, you know what? I mean, I told uh, Draymond fucked up the chemistry. And, uh, from, from my, that's crazy. They, they won last you, night. You guys will, was crazy. You guys will understand <laughs> this because you, you guys will get this because you watch, you know, ball. I'm not gonna lie, I do not like that they lost uh, um, Otto Porter Jr. and they lost um, Gary Payton Jr. Like they don't sound like big deals. When you go back last year and watch their run, that was big deals for them. That Otto Porter Jr. put a bunch of shots down, no question. And then Gary Payton really has some clamps on. I feel like they're gonna hurt that a lot. Why is it come back? It's gonna be nice. Hopefully, Kaminga takes that step forward. But those two dudes really picked up for them. I, losing them hurts. Agree. But I do think Wiseman and Kaminga can feel those uh, losses, though. We'll see. What I hope so. Happens. Yeah, they need that for sure. Yo, what up? Wait, how y'all feel real quick? So I know we're trying to shut it down. How y'all feel about Minnesota, though? Because we haven't talked about them with them picking up. Ant-Man with a year under his belt, looking much better. You know what I'm saying? Still don't. Rudy Gobert. Still don't, no, not, not trust him. But do you, how do you, do you, feel, you feel they're going to be – are they going to be playing? Or do you think they're actually going to be maybe five or six? Like something like that because they picked a better defensive. Ant-Man's looking a little bit stronger, better slimmed down this year. What do you think? The league has just changed to me, man. So the the the, the, the double seven-footers, it'll work sometimes, but the, a lot of the time you cannot have two seven-footers on the court, bro. You got to sure. have small ball. You have to have small ball lineup. That's what everyone's going to do is go throw five uh, shooters or four shooters out there against them just to stretch the floor out. So they can be really good, It's gonna be really, and it can be really bad. It'd be really good in the half court, and in, in, the, in the full court, they're going to be getting ran out the gym. So, um, and then I, I did see the other day that they're not going to extend D'Angelo Russell past this year mm-hmm. also. So, uh, <clears throat> I know who knows what the future is for them, but I don't see them as a, I'd say they're six, seven seed. Okay. And, and I don't see them doing anything, though, getting out the first round. Right. Ant-Man is going to have, he might be most improved player. Or, that boy, yeah. He's wild. Yeah, he, he's, he's just, he's a, he's a superstar waiting, in the waiting. Go ahead, Thurston. Oh uh, no! I, I I expect him to be, uh, um, probably like same spot. You know what I'm saying? Once everything goes like foot to six feet, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Foot to six feet up in there. They're gonna be playing competitive throughout the season, and then we'll just see how it looks like in the playoffs. It's like I want to see how your coach is gonna make them adjustments throughout the throughout the whole year. You know when they do go small and stuff like that. Like what are the adjustments you gonna do? I don't even know who the coach was until I seen him in the playoffs talk. <laughs> that's messed up that they're not going to go ahead and, um, you know, d low and can't catch a break, man. Dang. Um, but, yeah. Ever since so, he snitched on Nick Young, man, it ain't been going good for him. <laughs> Any faith in the Cavaliers, no? Yeah. I mean. They're going to be a nice say, team, yeah. They had a, uh, you know, the first game, you know what I'm saying? First game tonight, they, you know, but I expect them to uh, do some good things coming out the East. Yeah, I guess. Nice, nice know, Top five seed, for sure. Uh, they'll probably be like fourth or fifth, depending on the uh, regular season. But playoff time, you know, they got to – it's a new team, you know, with Donovan there. So they got to put it all all this shit together. 
I expect the first few weeks of the season to be kind of a learning curve for a lot of these teams because they got a lot of different rosters. But it's going to be exciting, though. I like the the what the teams look like and the competitive um, advantage that people have out there. So, um, and, uh, what else? Coach of the year, I'm going to go with Steve Kerr. I feel like the Warriors probably end up having a really good record. And Steve Kerr, they might win the West. You know, I guess Steve Kerr. Um, actually, you know what's crazy? Y'all can, and this is because y'all convinced me of this. Um, damn, Pelicans coach. God damn it. Um, what's his name? Uh, don't get me lying. Hello, bro. I owe you one. I will. I get it next <laughs> y'all and go look right now. But I feel like he's gonna get coach of the year because with Zion back, I find their record gonna be better. They mm. already look formidable. I think he's gonna get that. Okay. Ain't mad at that. Oh, someone green. There's someone green, right? Willie Green. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Willie Green. There you go. I'm calling Willie Green for coach of the year. Okay. I'll take you that. I'll give you that. You know, resign coming back. We'll see how they how they gel together. Um, oh, yeah. Y'all skipped over me for defensive player. I'm going with Draymond Green for defensive player of the year. <laughs> oh, shit. First of all, my bad for uh, skipping you, but yeah. you sure that's Jermon your pick? Green. Right, man. In 2022, hey, that's what you're picking? Hey, he was leading. He's leading our categories last year. He just got hurt. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, oh, I expect he was him. leading them all? I didn't know that. Yeah, but as far as voting, they, they had him winning Defensive Player of the Year. And everyone was saying Defensive Player of the Year was him until he got hurt. And then everything slipped from there. And then, so, I'm going go with him uh, for my Defensive Player of the Year. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, <laughs> dog, you're on your way out. He has something you to prove. You just had to give him something, man. Uh, he just had to give him something to prove. Who you, you got for coach of the year? Uh, coach of the year? Steve Kerr. Draymond's uh, coach. Steve Kerr. Yeah, Steve uh, Kerr, man. I think he's, he's so gonna, Coach he, Draymond is a defensive player of the year 2022. He deserves this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's going to bring it all together. All the stuff that happened with Draymond. All the stuff that happened. Steve yep. Kerr is going to be coming like stirring the gumbo master. Lot. Yeah, makes it all together, win the championship with all this turmoil. Hey, man, the story doesn't end in the first, in the beginning, ends at the end of the season. You know what I'm saying? So I think this thing is going to be one of those, like, you know, this goes to our toughest championship because in Draymond Punt, and they're going to make a dock behind it. And it's like, man, remember that clip was crazy. And then finally he'll come out and say, when they don't, um, when uh, Draymond opts out of his deal, they're going to be a Laker. If the Lakers are trying to get Draymond next year, then we just the Lakers don't give a fuck about the future, man. Like it's a you know, then they might as well trade them damn picks then because they really don't give a fuck about the future. They go get Draymond the fuck out. Hey, of here. let's just trade everybody and only bring in clutch clients. Like let's just. Do you know that. what's crazy? That was the last question I was going to ask y'all. <laughs> That's the last question I was going to ask y'all before we left. Does Russell Westbrook finish the season as a Laker? Yep. No. Only, mm-hmm. only I would agree, but with you, thirst. But only reason he is is because. He's not. No one's gonna trade for him. He's not gonna make anybody better unless so. Unless some one team just wants to his money to forty seven million to drop off their books, but they're they're mortgaging the year by by getting him. And he already said it. He's not. Remember, he said it. He's not interested in the buyout. So no, that's the problem. If they if he was interested in the buyout, more teams would line up. But he already said it. He does. He's not interested in no buyout. So they're gonna be stuck with him. That's the problem. If he said buyout, oh yeah, a lot of teams will take it right now. To get that off their books, yeah, for the picks alone, he needs to go to Indiana, man. But the buyout it wouldn't be a fucking um, it wouldn't get no picks though because the Lakers would buy him out for forty-seven million, and then now he's a free agent. He's gonna sign somewhere for a veteran minimum. They, they'd have to send they'd have to send him and the two picks there to try to get that out. You know that yeah. they, they're not letting that walk. They they need those two picks from them. So that's it. 
Russell don't have no leverage this year, man. And the Lakers don't have leverage in trading him because y'all paid him $47 million and committed the future to him and all of the other clutch people, man. I'm, this is the uh, the Los Angeles clutch niggas, man. Clutch Lakers. Los Angeles clutch Lakers. Anthony Davis, uh, LeBron, and Dr they want anyone, Draymond. Like, yeah, man. So go and get Lonzo Ball, Ben Simmons. Just call it the clutch, the clutch squad, man. Might as well. The unclutch clutch niggas. The unclutchable. <laughs> the unclutchable niggas. <laughs> 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 Let's end it on that, man. <laughs> Salute to the subscribers, man. We appreciate y'all, man. Episode 62, man. Any last words? Yeah, I got no. one. <laughs> we got this nigga scared. <laughs> this nigga scared. Salute to Ben Simmons, man. Get your shit together, my G. All right. We out here. Hey, yeah. <laughs> J Mix. See my phone ringing. Hello. Yeah. How is you doing? Huh. Yeah, I know. How? Cause I'd have been through it. Yeah. I'd have been doing some shit that I never could see and some other shit. I'ma get to it. Yeah. And if I'ma do it, then I'ma get fluid. Yeah. I'm trying to be in another location so much that the languages I'ma get fluid. Yeah. Man, if it's dangerous, how could you do it? Huh. Man, someone never know. Yeah. And someone never grow. Yeah. But never be the nigga talking shit and the gun'll never blow. Yeah. I've been through a whole lot of shit and my sons will never know. Yeah. And we all got different circumstances, but none are better though. Yeah. And the fun'll never 